0: We got a really great show for y'all. But before we hop in, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Long Beach Comedy, which takes place at Harvell's in downtown Long Beach, California, every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, We have award-winning dancers, celebrity drop-ins. You never know who's going to be there, but I'll tell you who will be there. Me, your boy, Victor Pacheco, every single second and fourth Tuesday of the month with new material. So come and check me out. Come and check out the shows. Hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to Poppycock Podcast with your host, Victor Pacheco We got a really great show for y'all today uh, The uh, This guy, you have seen him on Hulu, Netflix, Showtime, The Tonight Show, Chelsea Lately, Comics Unleashed, uh, Local Comedy Slam This man is somebody that I have respected since before I ever got on stage So I want to give it up for a very special guest today, Mr. Darren Carter, the
1: Party Starter! Yeah. Thank you buddy. Look at this man. This is uh I got- Next time I see you, I'm gonna give you one of my stickers. Look at that cool sticker! Ha <laughs> the poc- right there. Pocket uh?
0: Party Podcast. There we go. That's how you start off a That's podcast. Right. Is promoting another podcast. So no, but you follow Darren Carter because this yeah. dude is hilarious. He's hysterical. Um, I really have known him since even before stand up comedy because like I'm not trying to burn Ooh. your material, but like this one time I was watching uh Latino stand-up comedy wow. showcase it was like a dvd my brother's like obsessed with like buying buying comedy this is before i do, started doing yeah. stand-up so pre-2012 and so i it's just like so i'm expecting like you know rodriguez and and lopez and all these latino names and it's just like yeah this next guy he isn't latino but uh <laughs> and i'm just like and, and then yeah. you come out there and i'm like okay he said he's from fresno he gets a pass and then you started right. talking about the. And I'm not burning your material, but it's just like the material that you had about like the act out and like with the burn backpack. it, man. burn
1: that material. No, nah. okay yeah.
0: uh, you're OK with that. OK, but you're just like, hey, rooster. And it's just like you're like yeah. you're like able to like pretty much like tell all these bullies to go fuck themselves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and make fun of them while making a living. And it was like that's so empowering because it's like I tried like I'm anti-bullying. 100%, but I'm, like, 100% Mexican, so I understand how these Mexicans would be dicks to you, totally unprovoked, even if you're, like, the sweetest heart. So I don't know. Like, how did you manage to survive Fresno?
1: You know what? I, I It's funny. I guess wherever you grow up, you just kind of think that's normal or you just kind of go with your surroundings or whatever. So, I mean, especially growing up in the 70s and 80s, like, you know, this pale, redheaded, freckle-faced, kid, you know, in, in growing up in East Fresno and and uh, you know, back then it was like lowrider culture was a huge thing. And so it was kind of like like uh I don't know, I kind of like looked up to a lot of those dudes. Like that was like the like the cool kids, you know, in my mind were like the kid with like the Ben Davis, the Dickies, the Pendleton, like like, you know, like a lot of my friends and their older brothers and stuff. Like I remember kid in sixth grade, um I think it's I forget his last name. It was like jose something like no but we knew him as joey but i want to say joey barrientos but that wasn't it joey barrera i forget anyway <laughs> but i remember like his family it just tripped me out like as a family activity they would go cruising you know like in the low rider the car they'd go yeah cruising yeah like, no no i know what cruising cruise it is. Yeah, my brother and sister would go cruising up and down blackstone and and then and for us on that, people cruise on Kings Canyon. And then there's a point where the name changes to like Ventura, um, which is wild. I don't know if people, uh, I know, you know what cruising is. You're a little older, but like, I wonder if. Maybe- <laughs> you know no, I mean? no, no, because it's just like right now. No, I know what you meant by cruising, but I didn't know that
0: I was cruising when I was cruising until I found out until I got pulled over for cruising. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, no, no, because I would, I, I used to go to uh, UC Santa Cruz. And yeah. so what I like to do is like, oh, it's like my junior year, I met up with some Mexican dudes and yeah. I was like, you know what? Let's make all these white people uncomfortable and let's come back during lunch and let's in my Honda Prelude 1987 yeah. Prelude in 2007 or 2006. Let's jam this like banda music super loud. <laughs> and then eventually I got pulled over and They're like you can't cruise anymore. And I'm like, what the hell is cruising?
1: <laughs> And yeah. yeah,
0: but apparently cruising is when you are driving somewhere without
1: a destination. Pretty yeah, much. like a, in, a, in a looping, you're like going around like in a, you know, a two mile radius or just back and forth, up and down, up and down, which is crazy. Like gas prices, like five, six, seven, eight dollars. Like who's going cruising nowadays? Dude, you know? well,
0: Nowadays, I mean, if you've got a Prius like me, your boy Vic is going fucking cruising
1: um you know but it's
0: yeah. just unless you got but in a lowrider no way dude that's that's too much of an investment there's
1: no way yeah just, they you know. i remember there would be like signs in fresno like they would say like uh 200 like if you're making more than like two u-turns or something like if you make a u-turn and another u-turn 200 hundred dollar fine no cruising cruising prohibited you know
0: Wow. Yeah. Like tell me you're anti-Mexican without saying you're
1: anti-Mexican.
0: I didn't even know it was cruising. Yeah.
1: I didn't know it was cruising. <laughs> and then you are just we like, thought we were just driving without a GPS. We're lost. <laughs> 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 we don't this know where way... our destination is.
0: You keep going around in circles. The same spot It's just like, I was just trying to make people uncomfortable because like it, it was, it was just fun and funny. Because yeah. also, like, everyone's, like, rich, and I'm driving this beater-ass 1987 <laughs> Honda Prelude. So it's just, like, one of those things. But, like, I don't know. I've always considered you a gentleman, though, Darren. Like, even, like, honestly, God, you, i Thank really a, a professional gentleman. Not just a gentleman. Because uh, there was this problem, and it wasn't really a problem. Because it was nipped yeah. in the butt very quickly. But I asked a comedy club in Northern California, where I'm originally from, in the Bay Area, to check out my set. Mm. And some of my biggest laughs came from this one part of my set that I had no idea that I, you did. No mm. idea that you did because I I, I had seen Dar- I had seen Darren Carter um, on um, these showcases with Latinos, and I'm just like, "What's this white boy there?" And then this dude killed yeah. it, killed it, yeah. killed it. I, I I I even forgot that you were a white guy.
1: Like, like you killed it so hard and you are doing it. Did the you ever see the, the gangland p- bit? The, ga- the, the the gangland bit I did?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's one of those requested bits, but I'm like, I, I just happened to write it at a certain time and I did it perfectly. And I, <laughs> and I think it was captured by Laugh Factory. And so it's on the, you know, and I also put mm. it on my channel, but, you know, a lot of times I can't really, you know, I don't, I, you kind of forget exactly how the words are. So I don't really do it anymore, but that was one of my favorite fun bits to do where I would, I would be like, you know, I would talk about watching Gangland, you know, like, and also at the time, I it was, I, I felt really connected to that material because I really was watching Gangland, and this was back in, like, 2006, 2007? I don't know, it was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, dude. You know, I don't watch TV like that anymore, but they, they, I used to love how the doc, they'd be, like, doing these documentaries on these different gangs, and they'd be like, Gangland, tell us about your gang. <laughs> and then the guy would be hiding his face with a bandana, he'd be like, like, um, we're not scared of nothing. We run the streets. <laughs> Tell us about your gang, you know? And, and, and so I would do the voices back and forth. Get the documentary, guy. And like this, we run the streets. Which street do you run? The one by the mall. We're the best. We're the... You know the closed down circuit city used to be all right. And <laughs> any other breath. I can't breathe. Go give me a cookie and orange juice. I'm gonna pass out. Gangland. <laughs> <laughs> that pop up. It was so fun to do. Look at that. I lost my earbud in that one, dude. Wait,
0: that's wait. that's that's how you you're committed to the bit. That's that's I'm the, that's to how, the bit. Where'd you're go? committed to the bit. That's uh, uh you know, we'll wait it's fine there we go there we go there we go we're oh, back, we go. We're, hey, back.
1: We're, yeah. Yeah, we're back no 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 it was funny <coughs> because i was about to say Sometimes... and the glasses
0: came off no yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> People,
1: they'll ask me they'll be, hey can you do the gangland bit and it's longer than that but i'll be wearing like a v-neck or like a button-down shirt and i'm like i and i know i can't do it because you know the shirt will <laughs> it's like there's a lot of preparation in that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Behind the scenes, the props that the comics go through.
0: Wait, hold on a second. For the record, was 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 that one of your fans, audience members, or was that like a club promoter? Because I've had a club promoter tell me after a headlining set, "Hey, you didn't do yeah. fucking your wife like an elephant joke." <laughs> I love that That's joke. How come, how come you? How come you? How come you didn't do your fucking your wife like <laughs> an elephant joke? And then I do the whole <laughs> and like you know, it's just like a real elephant sound, and it's just like yeah. you know, for my DJ do that again. That was cool. I, I didn't hear it. Do it again. I don't know. Maybe the audio is fucked up,
1: but it's just it like, mutes every time you do it. It mutes. I think it's, it's like too. The...
0: It's too high pitched. I think wow. it's too high pitched. But like, it, it really sounds like an elephant, and it's like maybe if oh. it from... it yeah, I hold
1: it. It muted again,
0: dude. That's so funny. It's probably gonna come out perfect in the
1: audio, and he's gonna be like, know, "Yeah, that was, that, his, was like a... that
0: was his nice way of saying it sucked." Um, <laughs> <No>. That was <laughs> no, no, no. I'm
1: just kidding. What? No, but what if dude, the Sorry. What if the internet won't let it go viral? Like, it's so good, it's so funny, it's so amazing, but somehow the internet's like, oh, let's clamp down. Don't let that noise get out there. He'll go viral. I swear to God, it's,
0: that's like like po- posting a clip of you doing stand up online. It's the funniest fucking thing that it's, yeah. it's, it's out there right now, and it does not get as many likes. But my controversial Black Little Mermaid snippet yeah. that I put out there yes. is like, like everyone's like it like like every day. I'm like, oh, cool. I got new followers. Uh, Yeah. But it's based on this clip from three or four weeks ago. And I'm like, yeah. what's up with the clip I put up last week? And then I'm just like wondering, like, like, do you ever have material where you're just like, I'm not going to say because it it's too dangerous or it's just like because like with me, I have Material that's really dangerous, like i right. I tell people if you're too coked out and you can't get a boner and you're trying to get with that special somebody, you get a Viagra, you crush that up and you snort that fucking Viagra and I have a <laughs> clip of me, and the audience is going crazy. It's like so it's not it's it's like I'm not bullshitting. it is yeah. the audience or at least that audience that was fucking hysterical and like I have like footage of it, like and you know I tr- got the subtitles and all that, yeah. and I clipped it yeah. right, and I'm just like. Should I put this out there because somebody might die? Somebody might actually die from like, oh yeah, that fat fuck with tits. He's he
1: snorted coke and did. It's like it's just a joke. Yeah, it's just a joke. It's just maybe you could do a little disclaimer like, joke only, only a joke.
0: (laughs) But I mean, it's just like that's the thing. It's just like when has comedy gone too far? Is that too far? Or I mean, like we all have our own different standards as to what's too far. Do you? darren carter the party starter ever like just say you know what this is a little bit too much i mean i understand there's a little bit too much for this crowd but do you ever tell yeah. yourself this joke <laughs> is hysterical but i can't say it
1: yeah probably and i probably for me personally i probably put those out of my mind where i'm like eh, what's the i look at the end game i'm like well where am i gonna do it how am i gonna do it am i i'm like eh, uh nah. or i'll figure out a way to do it you know i'll figure out a way to do it but usually i don't I don't really live in that world anyways, like comedically or personally. So I try not to, I don't want to fake the funk or be something. I'm not just to be like, I'm going to start being dangerous now. It's like, I'm like, eh. you know, it's like, and I find that if I, this is something I was working on in the last, like I don't know, 10 years. Like if I kind of let the world, like when I'm on stage laugh at us, like a certain like fun stuff, not getting too dirty, not getting too crazy with the language, then, they're, then they'll go on a journey with me on stuff that's a little bit more clean and wholesome. But if I if I go too raunchy and dirty and then I try to do the wholesome type stuff, it doesn't seem as funny or just doesn't hit the same way. So, you know. So uh, this is a question I ask a lot of... Which so, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You go ahead. I was going to say that, which I, I don't know how f- funny... I'm I mean, The word wholesome is kind of what it is, but I, I don't want it to sound... I don't know if I would go see a comedian because they're wholesome and be like, you know, it's like, I got to find some better descriptions, you know? Derek I mean, Carter is a wholesome starter. Yeah, if you're seeing one room, like if there's two rooms and you have $20 to spend and one comedy room, it's like the wholesome comedy, it's like, eh, or the dangerous comedy. I mean, I'm going to go to the dangerous room. That's the room that, you know what I mean? Just I, Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I don't, but at the same time, you know, I don't want to like... Just, <laughs> You
0: know, no, because yeah. every dirty comic and like you could turn it on and you could turn it off. Yeah, because it, it, it's it's just like one of those things. It's just like I'm labeled a dirty comic because I'm just like, I don't care what anyone thinks about me. They already have their opinions <coughs> yeah. about me as soon as I walk on stage because I'm not beautiful. I'm not skinny. And, you know, quite frankly, I'm a big Angry looking Mexican dude. So, like, you know, it says like sometimes audience is like, oh shit, what the fuck's he gonna talk about? Or like sometimes they don't believe when I'm telling stories about having sex with my wife. First of all, they don't believe I'm married, they don't believe I'm having sex, <laughs> and then they don't believe that I'm kinky. And it's just like, wait a minute, hold up a second. Those are three things that I need you to believe in order for you to <laughs> get down with the story. But then you know, the further I go with the story, though, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like so it's like it's a different road. Uh, for different people and it's just like of course you're going to read a room um it's just um so i would ask you as a like you're a veteran comic you're a professional comic do you have any advice for writing clean comedy
1: you know what i i guess the way that i would do it is i always ask myself like like how's the cleanest way i can i can get the same message and the same laugh sometimes i'll be in the moment on stage and i'll just i'll curse still like even last night there was a guy he was the way he was positioned i'm at the laugh factory this week as we're recording i'm up at the silver legacy in reno but there was a guy who had kind of positioned his body kind of like he was just relaxing but but in my mind i i sort of had this idea like and i said this on stage i go look at this guy this guy this he's like if this motherfucker says one more joke i don't like i'm leaving you know like i go i go your body's pivoted you're like you're like facing the you know you're halfway out the door That's the way it came out. If this motherfucker, you know, but... If I were to write it, I wouldn't say motherfucker. I'd be like, Is this, you know what I, mean? I would <laughs> sorry, I would... No, I'm not trying to get the dirty out of you. I'm not like trying to like
0: hey, I'm a dirty ass dude. Hey, let's get the dirty out of Darren. Hey, Darren, hey, I know you're a right. wholesome comic and yeah. you're a family comedian and you're yeah. a corporate comedian. You're a professional yeah. headliner, but yeah, yeah, guess what? Let's get the motherfuckers out of you. No, it's not yeah. like that. That's not that's not, not, it's not like I, I seriously love to celebrate my guests. And Thank you. so it's just but that's like what what,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like in the moment I said, if this mother, you know, <laughs> I said it, but if I were to write it, like, let's say I knew that moment was going to come up. I'd, I would probably change it. Like if this fella says one more or whatever. <laughs> I would, and I know, I, I know but you, I were the moment. you were yeah, the I was moment. in the moment. You were the moment. So just, in the moment. You were in the moment. Sometimes in the, yeah. No, no, no. Say what you were going to say about being oh. in the moment. Because yeah. Like in the moment, in the moment, I might still curse. You know what I mean? But if, if I have to go the extra step and be like, what can I say? That's not like, I've found, I can still get a laugh. Like, you know, speaking of, I like my women and the way I came up oh, with Oh, we, we didn't yeah. even get to that. We didn't even get yeah. to that. Yeah. The, but... the, the way I came up with that is about 20 years ago, I was on stage at the punchline in Sacramento and uh, I had written like three of them. You know, there's the, 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 the base one, which is everyone knows is coffee, right? I like my women, I like my coffee and then you have your punchline. So one day I, I wrote like three <laughs> and then I was bored on stage because i been kind of you know i had like a i'd say i said those three for a long time and then one day i go you guys get yell out something and then they started yelling and i was like oh i got a good knack for this so then i hit them with the beat i love my women like i like my and they'd be like dog begging for a bone I my women right and so um so even now like if people say something and i know i can go dirty i it's almost funnier if i don't go dirty like like if they yeah. say, like like this happened last night, hair. They'll go hair because they see a bald man on stage. So they'll be like I like my women, like I like mine. They'll go hair. Now, I in my mind, I want to say on oh, my dick
0: i am gonna spit out my water
1: (laughs) all over the the computer i almost fucked up this
0: interview
1: Um. (laughs) but what i'll I'll say is i i know it's almost going to be funnier if i can if i can say i like my woman like i like my hair if i say like in my pants or on my junk you know like that. Where it's still funny, they know what you're saying, but I don't have to say it, you know. So you're saying it without saying it, but you're saying it with other words. You're just like, Yeah,
0: you're layering it. Okay. So because yeah. like, no, no, here's the trick because I did it, I did a clean show and everyone's like, No, you didn't. We yeah. know you. We know you. You talk about choking out your wife on stage. We know you didn't and, and, and cocaine and snoring Viagras yeah. and yeah. whatever the fuck. So it's just like, we know you didn't do that. We know you didn't have a clean set. What did you talk about? You didn't talk about cocaine for 15 minutes. I'm like I talked about getting detained uh, by TSA. I talked about getting pulled over by the cops. I talked about uh, all these other things, you know, you know, doing my first gay show, which is technically clean if you don't disparage anybody. So, um, you know, uh, and then I asked the producer, I was like, can I say I look like a proud Simone lesbian woman with a beard? Is that cool? (laughs) And then she said, yes. And she's a lesbian. I was going to say she's also a lesbian. Like, I'm yeah. a lesbian, too. But anyway, any uh, I was just like, you know, I was just <laughs> yeah. like, can I say that on the Zoom show? She's like, oh, of course. I just don't want you saying, you know, suck my dick or that guy's a bitch or, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. The, the F word and not right. fuck, but the homophobic F word. And I'm like, fat? I can't say fat? Because that's the yeah. F word that um, uh, the LGBT does not like to be called fat.
1: <laughs> I'm just I'm just messing
0: around. No, there's no, I no, so I some questions for you like that are like very specific to you. Ooh. And uh well, actually, first of all, we never got to it because we we went on a tangent, but like gentlemen, Darren Carter, okay, so I legitimately asked the comedy club to check me out. I got to these jokes and I thought like I was originally because I've seen you three times prior to this, and one of them was live in the main room Ooh. at the comedy store. And Ooh. so I was like, I've seen this dude live. I seen him local comedy slam and I seen him on another on another showtime like thing or comedy central thing. I've seen him and he has not done I like my women. I know that for a Ooh. fact. I've seen him three fucking times. To- but uh, then again, I'm an idiot, and I'm like, you know, like five months into comedy or or a year into comedy or two years into comedy or something like that. And um, of course, they're like, Oh, well, there's this uh, man named Darren Carter who does the I Like My Women jokes. And so I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to message that man right now because I don't want this man to ever learn that there's some fat Mexican guy in the Bay Area stealing his shit. So Ooh. I messaged you almost immediately. Like as soon as I found it was like on a Wednesday, I hit you up on a Thursday. And it was Ooh. like one of those things where it was just like, and I try to add you as a friend. There was like 5,000 maximum. You can't add him as a friend. And I'm just like, fuck. So I sent you a message because if I add you as a friend, and then <laughs> I send you the message, then you'll get the message. But if we're not friends, we send you yeah. to go to the other mailbox. So oh. that's why I try to add you. And then so I don't know. You got that message. It was probably like Victor Pacheco was trying to send you a message. You're like, who the fuck is this guy? So then I asked you. I was just like, hey, bro, I got all these. I like. I was like, can you please just watch the first two minutes of this video with a, I like my women jokes and just yeah. tell me like, am I am I am I biting your stuff? And then you replied like a gentleman. You're just like, listen, you got funny stuff, mm. but nah, bro. Like, listen, like mm. it, it, it's it's okay. You, you, like I already do this bit, but. Mm. Um, and here's a music video of me, and it was like it was oh, so yeah. classic. It was like I like my women like my shoes, no shoelaces oh, yeah. attached. Oh yeah, yeah, and it was so fucked up because like I had never heard you say that, and yeah. I had a joke with a very, I'm well, not very similar, with the exact premise, not ever heard, having heard that joke. Oh, I didn't believe in parallel yeah. thinking until this happened, like two years into comedy. I'm just like, because I never heard you say those jokes and I knew who you were.
1: It's so- wild, man. It's like, that's one of my nightmares that, like, you could, I mean, but listen, it, as comedians, it can happen, you know? Yeah. Um, When the word ginger came out, right? Like, we started hearing ginger, like, on South Park and just different, like, for redheads, they started, right, right, they started right, right. becoming part of the lexicon. Like, I guess it was already popular in Australia and England, but later, calling, the redheads, they call them the gingers. He's a ginger, <laughs> right? And at that time, it was all new to me. And I used to this is before I shaved my head, and I, I write these jokes about gingers. And then I remember writing it. I even had an album called "That Ginger's Crazy." Dude, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. That that that's a nod to it, to Richard Pryor, right? And and the big punchline, and, that, and the big the big joke of that is like because the you know like if you rearrange the word ginger, it kind of looks like the N word and blah blah blah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, oh, definitely. And, and so
1: i i wrote all this stuff like where i had this guy like I, where he pretends he's a you know like an english guy that's like he's been bullied he's like that's right they called me ginger i was with me girl. they called her a, you know whatever anywhere you know and I just, I, by the way that's now that's a dangerous edgy bit. i would never do anymore but back at the time i was uh, like it's it was cute and funny you know like, i'm clever it's genji she called me a you know whatever and well also so
0: that's a good british accent so you're not fucking Thank around. You.
1: And also for the record, <laughs> right. when I
0: saw you on the Latino showcase, where I'm just like, who's his wife?
1: Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Like as a non-comic. It was as a comic, I, I view every special differently now. I'm like, was this all shot in one show or how many shows was this?
1: Right. Like, but I then like, I did this, whole, I wrote this whole ginger bit. And then um, I even did it on a special called That Ginger is Crazy that came out in 2010. And uh Turns out there was a a really big comedian in England that also had a ginger thing, but he did a guitar song and and it was about the, you know, rearrange the letters and ginger. It's like the end and I was like, oh my God, like this is like yeah. That's a nightmare. That's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It wasn't That's exactly, a- but it was close enough where I didn't like I did not feel comfortable. I was like, damn. You know? Like so all the ginger material is just burnt. It's just gone. That's how I I felt with my
0: I like my women jokes because I had some fucking hilarious I like my women jokes. And I sent them to you and I was like, hey, listen, Darren, I don't know you, but if you like any of these jokes, just keep them because I am retiring all my, like my women jokes because I don't want anyone to fucking say I am fucking like, like, like the dude. Like it was a very <laughs> early lesson early on where I was just like, okay, this dude's hilarious. And I, I already knew who you were. So it was like, there's yeah. a comedian named Darren Carter, <laughs> the party starter. And I was just like, um, yeah, I know who he is. I just saw him at the comedy store. <laughs> I saw him on the local comedy slam. I've seen him on a on Comedy Central. Like, I know him. He's cool. He's even been on BET. I know who he is. Yeah. I know who he is. He's a bad motherfucker. I'm not biting his shit. And then, of course... When I got the music video where it was just, I am biting your shit. Because we had the same exact premise. Like, your version, which obviously you came out with first, because you've been doing comedy, like, longer than me. You're like, I like my women like I like my shoes with no strings attached. And then my version's like, I like my women like I like my shoes capable of supporting a 400-pound Mexican. And it's just like, I yeah. never heard your, your jokes. Yeah. Because I would have never stolen that in a million years because at the – because the one thing even before I started stand up the one thing that stopped me from doing stand up <laughs> for so many years was like I was scared that people were going to steal my material. I was yeah. so scared. And I'm like so scared people and and people have stolen my material. And it wasn't the fat Mexican guy stuff, it was the political stuff. And so I had, like mm-hmm. I retired it. I retired it because I was like, you know what? I don't want to be a political comedian. I'm not doing that shit no more. The second and it was like when me as too. soon as Trump got got initiated into or when he got elected uh i was just like okay i'm not doing any more political shit it's too polarizing i'm okay and then some dude who's like a lot more popular than me he took my exact joke and it wasn't parallel thinking and i was just like okay what's fucked up is that like you know if you call out somebody for joke stealing then all of a sudden you look like a jealous asshole so that's yeah. why I, I hit you up as soon as I found out that it's like, oh, yeah, you're kind of biting his material. I was a like, kind Ooh. of biting. I've seen him three times. He's never said I like women like I like. Ooh. And I've seen like a total of at least forty five minutes worth of Darren Carter. And it's just like 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 it was one of those things that it wasn't like it wasn't like I was upset. It was just more like I was just shocked and genuinely like, oh, my God, do you really think I stole from him? Because it was just parallel thinking because I do like women and you like women, too. You know, I. And so it's just like, that's how I like women. Like, you know, it's like I remember once I was I was doing a show. It was a talent show. And it was just like I I said, I like my women like I like mosquitoes. I'm sorry. I like my women like I like uh, sunglasses made in China and sitting on my face. And the crowd went wild for like a minute and a half. I couldn't even do a joke. Mm. I had to wait a minute and a half on stage because every time I tried to breathe into the microphone and say something else, they just started laughing. Mm. And then, and then I went to the comedy club and I asked them to check me out. Mm. And I was like, Oh, I can't Mm. do that anymore. And then like, so I told you, I was just like, if you like any of the jokes, keep them like there's, I told you that I I don't even know you. I was just like, Keep these jokes if you like them. I'm not trying to be a dick about it, but if you like Mm. your women like you like mosquitoes sucking you dry while you sleep, you fucking say that and you fucking take credit for it. I will fucking not be your ghostwriter. I will never ever tell anybody. It was one of those things where it was just like, I was just like, oh, people think I'm stealing jokes from you. I'm actually not. I'm actually okay. From right now, this moment forward, I'm retiring. All my Mm. I like my women jokes. And Darren, if you want any of these, you can have them. And then you can have them, like, seriously. And then, and then, of course, somebody on uh, Reddit put a, I like my women like Reddit. And then everybody's put in what they like. And one of the top ones was uh, made in China and sitting on my face. And I'm just like, I didn't steal that from Reddit. I said it way before Reddit. Right. Two years, (laughs) two years before. And so it's like, you got to record every single, every single set that you do in order to prove that you're not a fucking hack. And it's just like, I'm like, I swear to God, I swear to God. And then I like, because I vividly remember the, the backpack scene and yep. how you're walking. And-, and I'm yeah. just like, this guy is hilarious. Hilarious. You know,
1: also, also I, I try to, I I find that uh, anytime you start getting out in those waters of like, not personal material, you know, there could be some overlap where other people could think of the same thing. If it's topical, like I said, political, I like, you know, whatever. like, um. That's why I really like to do stuff that, that, you know, interactions I have with my wife, like some kind of real moment or some kind of conversation or something with my son, because I, that I feel like that's going to be like less people also coming up with the same idea, you know what I mean? And also I don't, also you can't think about it too much, you just got to keep moving forward, keep writing jokes, keep making the world laugh, keep working on your act and just move it forward and then move on to the next thing and just, you know, otherwise... You know, I, I you'll always be paranoid that you're either being stolen from or just just yeah get out there and just do it. You know,
0: dude, absolutely no 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 no, dude. Me finding out that I was quote biting your stuff end quote, I, that really was like I open. I hit you up. I hit you up the next day. We could even go through the messages. Like I hit Ooh. you up the next day and I was just or maybe it might have been 2 days and I was just like i in disbelief. But it was that same week I hit you up and I was just like in disbelief and then you sent me that you you were gentlemen gentleman. That was the thing that that Thank really you. really like like I was like oh shit. Like because I knew who you were. Like I was like this guy's hilarious. I'm like I'm not biting his shit because I've never heard him say I like my women like 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 I saw you in the main room when I was doing a show in the belly room, and I saw you from like the the downstairs part before you go to the mm-hmm. belly room at the comedy store in Hollywood, and so I was watching and do it for fifteen minutes or twenty minutes. You did not say I like my women jokes, and then like there was another one, another another two versions where I seen you mm-hmm. on stage. You did not say them, mm-hmm. and then so when this comedy club told me that, I was just like. <gasps> do you guys think I'm a hack? I know. I know who Darren Carter is. It's just like, he doesn't know who I am because like, I'm just beginning, I'm a beginner comic. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. You know, it's just like one of those things where I just want to make sure that I am genuine with who I am because I do like my women sucking me dry
1: when I sleep like mosquitoes. (laughs) I really do. this This is awesome, man, that you have me on your podcast. Let me ask you how many episodes are you at? Ah, uh, this is episode twenty-eight. That's cool. Feels good, right? Yeah, it feels good. I hadn't, I didn't
0: start having guests until uh, episode nine, and it was just Ooh. like I'm trying to just interview professionals who i respect Ooh. the fuck out of and i love and so I, don't, yeah. I I know you're on a time schedule here and so i want to be respectful of your time and so let me just ask you a couple more questions okay um, cool you have a bunch of material and as somebody who has just started getting um booked uh for the headliner position we're doing 45 to 60 minutes uh, what would you say would be the best way to write a new hour? And how often
1: should you write a new hour? I, I feel like <clears throat> there was a lot of um, when, when Louis C.K. was putting out those hours and uh, Bill Burr, a lot of these guys were putting. I felt like there was pressure on comedians that were like not at that level to like, keep churning and burning and putting out material. And I was guilty of it. I put out an album in my first album came out in 2000. Nineteen, like I recorded it in '99, and it came out in 2000. And then I didn't even record another comedy album until 2010. Ten years went by because in that, in those ten years, I was in, you know, I, I, I was in some movies, some TV shows. I was focusing on live performance. Be cool. Yeah, yeah be I cool, forgot. John forgot. I didn't
0: even mention it. I didn't even mention it. Oh, it was just you. like you have so. I'm like, for me as a comedian, I'm like, all oh, those accolades are from stand up comedy, and you're like, be cool with John Travolta, and I'm like, no, it's ass. all, it's all good it's, though,
1: and you know. <laughs> But it's I, a humble like, you are. It's
0: just like, if it comes up, you. It, comes
1: up you know? <laughs> if it comes up. But I just feel like, like at that time I was, uh, you know, like 10 years went by because it, I didn't. And also what added to that was around 27 or I'm sorry, 2007, 2008, Sirius XM kind of upped everything and started playing my album. And then I and, I, and I signed on with this thing called sound exchange. I started getting royalties because before that I was only making money off the album. If I sold it at a show. Once you start making royalties, you're like, dang, like maybe I should put out more albums. That way I'll get more money coming in and get my name out there and entertain people audio-wise on radio stations and stuff, like in parts of the world I'm not even in. So then in 2010, I put out another album. And then I started getting into that that hamster mode on the wheel of like 2014, I put out an album. 2016, I put out an album. And it was just like, boom, boom, boom. Let me work on the net. And I also... And then of course the pandemic hit, but and now everything is kind of shifted toward um, putting clips out online, getting them on YouTube Shorts, (laughs) Instagram Reels. I
0: don't mean to laugh, but it's just like that's where I'm at right now.
1: That's where we're all
0: at right now. It's 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 horrible because like I even see like 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 I don't know like A-listers who put out funny clips. Yeah. They got like 3,000 likes on a clip and then I see some like, I don't know who the fuck this is and they got yeah. like 20,000 likes or 132,000 yeah. likes and I'm just like, I didn't laugh one fucking time. They're just handsome or
1: beautiful yeah. or
0: whatever the yeah. fuck. And like, I'm not trying to sound like a hater. It's just like...
1: But it's just what it is. And it's like, so it When back to your question of I don't know if you necessarily have to burn material and come up with a new 45 to an hour. A lot of clubs... You know, like in Vegas, uh, they only want you to do 35 minutes, you know, and same thing in Reno. The guy is like, yeah, I do like 35, 40 as a headliner, you know, as a headliner. There are some places that want you to do 45, 50 somewhere. It's good to have more material in case like, yeah, the machine breaks down, the waitresses take some a long time. So it is good to have it. But you don't. <laughs> I also feel like with people's attention span, they don't. I mean, are they really wanting to watch a whole hour of people? I don't know, but.
0: Um, 10 cent span though, but like I've seen you And then I've seen recent clips of you And then even like pandemic clips of you And it's just like, you know, you're touring La Jolla comedy store And it's just like you're talking about how you became a regular And I'm just like, dude, these vlogs are fucking sick Thank like, you. Like, I, like like, yeah. like,, I'm like, dude, this is this is awesome. This is like, dude, people need to know this shit. And it's just like, I'm not a regular at the comedy store. So it's just like to hear your progress and it's just like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I used to work the door and I used to wear the work, the bar back. and then, you know, Mitzi Shore yeah. saw me, and it's just like mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck that's fucking cool how's this guy i hope he shows up for my podcast um you know because it's like that's special no no dude it's just like like i i really think that that's awesome that it's just like it's like from fresno and then i don't know what landed you in la jolla but whatever happened is in the cards and i was like wondering like uh what was your exact because like getting You're paid regular at the world famous comedy store, and that is without a doubt like one of the biggest benchmarks as a comedian you can make. That's even better than a special in some cases. Like even if it's like a
1: thank you, knock on wood, they'll keep having me. I they've been letting me uh, you know close the shows in the main room at the Hollywood comedy Hollywood comedy store main room Saturday nights, Friday nights. That's a big deal, and I'm and, and I'm. I have an attitude of gratitude toward. It. I'll never take any of that stuff for granted. You know, t- I mean, that's the Brody spot now. It used to be the sem- the yeah. K- the Kennison
0: spot, but now yeah, it's the Brody spot, they, right? They
1: really like me in that spot, and I guess Dude. they like the positive energy and, and yeah, the, the night on a high note and a fun kind of vibe. You know, like yeah, so-
0: it's hard to go last, especially when you're up that late. And I've never done the comedy store that late, but like I do this burlesque slash comedy show like every second and fourth Tuesday, at. Mm-hmm. Harvells in Long Beach if you ever want a spot let me know I'll get you on there like oh, cool. no questions asked if on any Tuesday even if I'm not on it <laughs> because it's every Tuesday but no no it's a good spot and I'll hook you up it's Harvells in Long Beach and they they're really fucking cool and, you know, the fact of the matter is, it's just it's a burlesque show. I told some of my buddies who do the show, too. I'm just like, hey, you know, we're fucking lunatics and insane for trying to think that we could upstage burlesque dancers at a burlesque house, on a burlesque <laughs> slash comedy yeah. show. You know, we're fucking insane, right? We're insane. Yeah. It's like, I'm not a hot chick. I got boobs, but they ain't sexy. And you know what I mean? And so it's just like, I just want... You know, yeah. to do the best set possible, but it's like it's like, all right, you're closing out the show. It's at twelve thirty seven p.m. and I'm just Whoa. like, uh, the show started on Tuesday at eight p.m. and it is now twelve thirty seven on Wednesday. Okay, cool. A third of the audience already left. Fuck it, cool. Let's close this shit out. Let's let's be champions because that's the thing that people don't understand about closing out shows or headlining shows, however you want to look at it. Sometimes the audience leaves because of the uh, the other comics. Sometimes the audience leaves because they're tired. Sometimes the audience leaves because they think they want to talk to this comedian or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like one of those things. It's just like having the closer spot, having that Brody spot, that Kennison spot at the comedy store. That's just like wow, they trust you. They trust you. They're like this man is going to deliver. And so it's just like I, I I I've always thought it was so cool. I was mm. just like man, this, and then also you like I said. You could have been a jerk about it. You could have been like, hey, dude, you're biting my shit. And you could back the fuck off or I'll make your life miserable. And it's just like, no, no, you were a gentleman. And I'm not talking about that's your personality. I'm talking about just comedians in general. It's just like we're just sharks. We're just yeah, sharks. And yeah. the, there's a lot of unstable sharks. But you were a very stable yeah. shark. And it was just like, no, 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 bro. No, no. Let me just tell you. It's 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 okay. And so... um. I don't know, like uh, the process for writing an hour is just like, it's just like I'm working on my first hour. And Mm. so like I did an hour, that doesn't mean I have an hour. That means I did an hour and I got fans about it, but it's just like, it's not like.
1: And one thing I've learned is the ebb and flow with my energy. Like I try, you know, people think I'm a high energy comic and I I am at times, but I also learned how to like bring it back and just, even let it be quiet for a while and then kind of do the setups and just kind of conversational. And then, and then I know I'm back of my mind, I'm going to go crazy in a little bit. So it's all right. You know what I mean? As opposed to 20 years ago, I was trying to be like, bang, 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 the whole time, bang, 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 you know, just, and, and I think people get a little burnout on that, but that's just taking experience and lots of time on stage. Well, yeah. I, I mean, but and also I, you I just guess.
0: mentioned the silence and that's yeah. the thing that new comics don't understand <clears throat> The silence, silence is golden. Like you being confident in, in, by you I mean universally, not just you, Darren Carter, but the yeah. comedian being on stage, being you're vulnerable when you're just silent up there, and you,
1: people laugh. <laughs> it's people a, it's who, a little harder to be silent. Also, I would say, like at, at twelve thirty-seven at night at a Harvell's burlesque, because <laughs> you, know I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean. I feel like, like if you're silent some drunks be like, Wah! and it's like so it's really it's harder because then you feel like they're gonna jump in there if i if i'm quiet they're gonna jump in and heckle me or just try to help out and it's like yeah i love that the air quotes help out for the record for those yeah. listening just audio that yeah. is
0: the air quotes help out and i just hate i hate audience members that quote help out you're not helping the show <coughs> you're just right. helping your ego to be center of attention when we're out there trying to be funny and like bottom line no matter what because like you know you go to open mics and it's sometimes it's just like you see people it's just like okay they they have no jokes or joke structures they're just using this as therapy and it's not going good and it's just like there's other times where you're just like you know trying out material that you're going to use for a show and you're hell-bent on yes This is what I'm going to do, and I'm I'm going to rehearse this in the same way I'm going to deliver this at the show. And that's the problem that a lot of people have is that, you know, if you practice like shit, you're going to perform like shit. So you need to practice like it's a show. You need to treat it like it's a show. And so... Um, I guess this is leading on to my next question. I got two more questions, and then we're done. Okay. There, yeah, because I want to be respectful of your time. But um, this is a really important question, you know, with mental health, with comedians and um everything, the way things are going. I, I like to ask this question because there's a lot of different answers, and I love to hear everybody's wisdom because everybody has their own path, their own journey. But let me ask you a question. Um, if a comedian is super depressed or is super stressed out and going through a ton of stuff and they have an obligation because they have a show that night. What is your best advice for that
1: comedian? I would say maybe don't be prepared if the best that you can be leading up. So when that moment hits, it's not like, you know, like something you haven't dealt with before, like try to almost like in a mental way, like, you know, and I haven't done my push-ups yet, but I I honestly, man, once I started doing like push-ups, sit-ups, something physical, you know, to, to get my body to where I want it to be, to where I'm feeling good, you know, mentally, um praying, you know, for me, it helps. I heard this comedian talk about how he says two prayers before he goes on stage. And it's funny, I was oh wow, I was able to accept and, and listen to that worm out of my life 20 years ago i i wouldn't know that people pray but i was like okay that's I, are they doing it just for show is it trying to be like all right you know I, it used to be pretty funny when we'd all be backstage at a theater every now and then i would do an urban show right mostly i'd be the only white guy on the show and everybody would be holding hands saying a prayer and i'd be like this is kind of weird but okay <laughs> but like, I'd be like, i've done those gonna...
0: two i've done those two darren i've done those yeah two. you know what i mean you gotta be in the moment you gotta be in the moment again Yeah, exactly. You got to hold hands. If you don't hold hands, you're a fucking asshole and you're going (laughs) to hell. You got (laughs) to hold hands. You got to hold hands. And and
1: this is pre-COVID, during COVID, (laughs) post-COVID. You got to hold fucking hands. If you don't hold fucking hands, you're an asshole. Yeah, then the show would start and I'd be on these urban shows and they'd be like, you get your dick sucked and you're just like whoa we, we were just backstage <laughs> we're praying we're praying to this jesus a... christ to be exactly. okay
0: and now you're talking about getting your dick y'all sucked. need to beat your kids no we never, like... <laughs> damn that was an urban show as fuck okay listen darren if you didn't fuck a yeah. stool i'm very disappointed i'm just gonna <laughs> no it's just it's so funny no no because one time i fucked a stool at an urban the crowd went crazy yeah. I didn't even know you could fuck a stool and the crowd would
1: go crazy because I was, like, pretending it for it to be my wife, and the crowd was like, what?
0: Dude, and I'm there's just no,
1: I, That's what I was thinking. There's no rules. Like, there's comedians that are, like, anti-fucking a stool. They're like, yeah, it's, it's so hacky. But then I guarantee you there's going to be a comedian within the last, last 30 days or the next 30 days. You'll see him on TikTok, Instagram, somewhere doing something like that, and they're going to be getting lots of views, lots of laughs, and we're going to be sitting there with our like three likes going, oh, that's that guy's a loser. He's a hack.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't do that. Who cares? Who cares? Just go for it, man. Whatever you think is funny as a comedian, your job is to bring joy, I guess, right? Yes. Anyway, yes. Anyways, so, my point is, is try to get the per your, your mental health, um, try to do your physical fitness, drink your waters, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like have attitude of gratitude because you don't want to be that comedian that's like been doing it for three years and you're already miserable and then (laughs) then cut to 10 years down. I mean, you just got to be, you know what I mean? I I get excited by the little things in life. still, you know, like, wow, I'm in a nice hotel. Wow. I'm, you know, I just, I love that kind of stuff where you just get excited about the little things to you know, to kind of keep yourself happy and and uh, almost like living in in, in in like delusion in a sense. You know, no, it's not though yeah. because
0: it's like yeah. that that gig that you have right now in Reno, yeah, is legit as fuck. Because I accidentally <laughs> got a guest spot at the Laugh Factory inside the Silver Legacy, and it was golden. It was I should have not gotten a fucking guest spot, but they Ooh. gave me a guest spot because the the host and the feature both vouched for me. And so it was just like that yeah. is a great gig. That 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 that's that's awesome and you deserve it because like and quite I ha- frankly I have to
1: remind myself though even when these gigs aren't this awesome like like st- like you know uh like define what is awesome about it, you know. During COVID we did an out- outdoor show in front of a barn on a farm and it was actually I- you know, I didn't look at it like, oh, I'm not at the comedy store right now or the Laugh Factory. I'm, I don't look at it like that. I'm like, this is exciting. This is an adventure. We're doing freedom on the farm comedy. You know? like, <laughs> <where it's> like, <laughs> I vlogged it and I, you know, I filmed mm-hmm. all the stuff. I threw like there's a tire swing and kids are playing football before the show. And it was awesome. <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? You t- take those little moments of like, how can I embrace this and just. You know, okay. I I almost got to go. So what's, what's the next question? Absolutely.
0: No, the last question
1: was, the last question was, uh, where can the people at home find you go to YouTube? I'm all over, go to YouTube, search my name, Darren Carter, and, uh, subscribe to my channel. I put up videos every single day, Darren Carter, D A R R E N. That's the best place. If you like podcasts, which I know you do, you're listening to this one. Uh, it's, it's on Apple, Spotify, it's called pocket party podcast. Pocket okay. party
0: podcast. We're gonna link yeah. that in the summary of uh this episode to make sure that everybody follows you. Everybody... I got a question.
1: How do you make your background blurry?
0: Blurry, you go to um video. It's so funny. Uh you go to <laughs> that's so funny. Uh you go uh blurred my background. stop video. It's just choose your virtual background. Oh dude, I
1: just blurred my background. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny
0: this is why i released the you the youtube version with the video because sometimes yeah. people don't get to capture the, the that's magic. funny yeah So i was like
1: should i clean my hotel room i didn't know i just no uh... no no. it
0: didn't matter it was the, the only thing that mattered was yeah. you know i got the star i got i got darren carter the party starter to yeah. come through and you know share a lot of wisdom with me and i do appreciate it mm-hmm. because you know what from the the moment i i contacted you and that was years ago. Just to be like, hey, dude, I'm not biting your shit, but I'm
1: retiring this stuff. And dude, and I appreciate that, man. And like, like
0: uh, it, I was like, it, like, and you're like, which comedy club was it that called yeah. you out about it? And it was like a comedy club that you were gonna be at like two months or a month oh, later, and it was yeah. Roosters. In the bed, who said feathers? Hey, they're yeah. open again. They're, I, I heard that I, they're open again. I think they're open again, but it was just like one of those things where yeah. we're just like, oh yeah, 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 that's my stuff. Let me, um, let me send you a clip really quick, and then you send me that clip, and I was like, yeah, I need to back the fuck off because no one's yeah. gonna believe that I came up with this. Everyone's gonna think that I bit Darren Carter's material. Listen. And, uh, <laughs> there's
1: there's another there's a couple there's like a, a few other people that have tried something like that like there's a guy down in la or san diego or something every now and then people will send me these clips and they're like, hey have you seen this thing that this guy's trying to do your thing and blah 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 but i i don't know i just have an attitude of like whatever to each their own like you no know, i always look at it like mistakes happen you know it, it's you know i i know what it feels like so
0: you know. I, I, I some of it seems like it's mistake and some of it seems like yeah. like the, the the comedy club legitimately thought i was like conspiring to steal your material and i yeah. was just and that's what was offensive because i was yeah. like i've seen him three different times doing three different sets yeah. and he did not yeah. say i like my women like i like yeah. blank I he did not say that okay He was talking about being a dad. He was talking about being a husband. He was talking about all this other stuff other than how he likes his women. Okay. So, or or he was talking about how he was being bullied as a kid in Fresno. And I remember that because I couldn't remember (laughs) if it was Fresno
1: or Bakersfield because like, what's the
0: difference? And then the funny
1: thing I do, I do now is like, I'll do like three or four of them. I like my women, like I like, and people yell out whatever they yell out. And then I'll stop and I'll be like, guys, I've been married for 25 years. This is all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because it's it is funny.
0: It is funny. And you're like, this is bullshit. It's just like, but that's the thing though. That's like behind the curtain. It's just like, oh yeah. Cool. yeah.
1: D- Dara's being beyond honest right now. And that's what Which makes Perfect. Um... Cause if 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 they yell out car, because then, then I'll do a callback to that. because cause sometimes people yell out, like car. And I'll be like, the same one for 25 years. And I'll be like, <laughs> I have the 1997 <laughs> model. <You> know, right? <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs>
0: but, no, no, but but I, again. But thank you uh, for having
1: me on, no, thank I Thank you. you so
0: much for doing my podcast. I really appreciate you. Uh, I'm going to put on all of your social medias, your website. Thank you. Thank and you. everything so people can follow you. Make sure to follow the uh pocket party podcast. Uh, be sure to follow Darren Carter and uh go to all of his shows. Like, seriously, he's around the country all the time. So he'll be in your neck of the woods. And if not, request him at your comedy club. Don't be a dick. Yeah. You know what all I mean? Right, good, <laughs> Thank,
1: you so much, you, Thank you so Thanks much, Darren. Thank you so much, man.
0: You're the best, man. Thank you so much for doing my podcast. I love you. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you so much. And um, have a good day. Peace. Thanks for listening. Subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, do your boy a favor. Tell your friends. Tell your cool family members. Tell your cool coworkers. Let them know about the podcast. And leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And be sure to follow me on all social media, Puro Papi Pacheco. And check out my website at hispanictitanic.com for future dates. Thank you very much for listening
1: and we'll see you on the next one. Have a great day.